Hello and welcome everybody to That's So Funny. This is episode four. Today we are going to do something a little bit different than we've done before. I normally have had a guest on. Today is going to be solo. I had some scheduling conflicts with some of my guests. And today we're going to just talk just me and you. So I decided today we're going to have a central theme as well. The theme is going to be frustration and dealing with frustration and how I deal with it. And hopefully you guys can, you know, empathize with some of the situations that I find frustrating. Because that is something that I've been trying to work with. You've heard me in previous podcasts speak of dealing with anger and stuff like that. I don't think I have anger issues, like, to the point where, you know, I'm never, like, punched a wall or anything or, you know. But I, I get very frustrated and I'm very set in my ways. I would say I'm more stubborn than, you know, angry, more so. Um, but one of the most frustrating situations for me recently was, it's actually been a couple of instances. It's not even just a set specific instance. I've gone. I, I like. I like going to the movie theaters. You know, I like. I like going to see movies in the theaters. I like the experience. You know, the nice comfy seats along with popcorn. You know, friends and the big screen, good audio. All of that is amazing. To me. That's one of my favorite things. I, if I had my own home, I would own an in-house theater. Because I love watching movies. I like. I think it's very relaxing. It's very, you know, you, you become a part of a, you become part of something. So, you get to talk to people and you know, like, oh, did you like this? Have you seen this? Stuff like that. I, I love that. Um, but I go to the theater a lot, and recently I've had a bad string of like, just I don't know if it's I've had bad luck or if crowds are getting worse. But it started with. Ad Astra. I actually tweeted about this because I, I was very angry about it. Uh, I w- we went to see it, and there were people sitting in the row in front of us. They were younger kids. I would say the group directly in front of me was definitely in college, so I would guess you know, late teens, early 20s. And they kept getting on their phones, like looking at Snapchat, and like the one, the one I'm, spe- I could specifically see was this guy kept getting on Snapchat and like responding to messages, and I, to me, that that's never important, you know. If you if it's if it's important enough that you have to answer it in the moment, you can leave the theater, because there's nothing that requires your attention enough to disrupt other people's viewing that you can't leave the theater for. You know, like, if it's more important than the movie, you can leave. Well, he kept getting on Snapchat, and then at, you know, later in the movie, I, I, I was like, all right, if he does this again, I'm going to have to say something to him because I, I I can see the phone light up every time that he does it. Well, the next time that it happens, he actually opens his phone and gets on Instagram and just, like, starts scrolling through and, like, liking photos. And I was like, no. So I, I lean forward, I go, yo, bro, like, Instagram can wait. That's a verbatim what I said. He put his phone away and, you know, didn't pull it back out, which I appreciated. He didn't like, try to make a, you know, a big deal about it. I mean, I think he was in the wrong 100%. Uh, and I think I <laughs> there were things in my head that I wanted to say, like, hey, are you fucking stupid? But I didn't say those. And that that started it off. Then I went to see Joker while I was at the beach. Movie's amazing, by the way. Ad Astra, real quick review. If you like Journey, you know, kind of movies like that are very kind of long-winded and 
there's not a lot of action. You'll like Ad Astra. I I personally liked it. It was it was a little slow, you know, but you you get to see a journey. That's all I'll say. Joker's amazing. Uh probably going to be movie of the year if Star Wars doesn't go insane. Like if Star Wars is on that in-game level because it is the ninth episode and the finale, I think it can take movie of the year, but that's beside the point. While while we were seeing Joker, I had there was a uh, group of three people behind me. Two guys and a girl. Well, these two guys kept like talking throughout the movie, which I don't mind if you if you can do it at a normal vo- like a like a quiet volume. I said I was gonna say normal, but I was gonna that, that's implying normal for a movie theater. They were talking slightly lower than you would, you know, just like in a normal conversation, but not quiet enough for a movie theater. And I'm just like, guys, like, how can you not real? Like, even the third, even the girl was like t- shushing them at first, and then she stopped. I guess she just gave up. But I, you know, like turning around is much different because, you know, first of all, I'm lower than them, but it, so it, it looks it looks different. You know, you're not as you're not as like you don't look as commanding. I didn't say anything to them because they did kind of cut it out about three fourths of the movie. But even then, I was just like, how do people not realize, you know, what's going on? So I had that thought then, I, I, and I didn't say anything. Flash forward to this past weekend, I went to see Zombieland 2, uh, Double Tap, or Zombieland Double Tap, whatever it's called, Zombie, the, the sequel. And it was really funny, if you like comedies, if you liked the first one, you will love the second one. I actually would go on a limb and say the second one was better than the first one. Granted, it's been, what, 10 years? Or something like that. It's been a while. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I just can't remember it that well. But I mean, I loved the first one. I think the second one was, the second one was a lot more focused on the humor, I think, rather than the story, I feel. So the, the, the first one's probably a better movie, but I laughed more at the second one, if that makes sense. Anyways, I'm in the movie. I go, this time I'll go with my full group of friends, all five of us, and, I have kids behind me again, I, and it, it's to give you guys a good um, idea. These are getting our college. I live in a college town, so the odds of me going to a you know opening weekend movie and not seeing kids very low. Um, the people in Joker though, though they were, I would say older than me, so you know in their mid thirties. So I feel like at that point you're just ignorant of your surroundings. You're oblivious to other people, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, they have these young guys behind me. Again, they're college age. At least this time when they were talking, they were like kind of like joking about the movie. And it is a comedy. And I don't know if you can... I don't know if you could argue that in comedies you have more leeway to like kind of talk about the movie. Because you know they're not as serious. There's not you know there's not like serious moments where it's like I need you know I need to be connected to this. Uh, for instance, you know, earlier this year when I went to see Avengers Endgame, uh, I went opening night Thursday night, and it was perfect. I mean, the kid in front of me did have like an orgasm when uh, Cap picked up Thor's hammer, but like, I was just like, dude, like, you'll be okay. Um, other, uh, the, the, I went to a second showing that same weekend, so still opening weekend, and someone brought a baby, like a baby baby, and it started like crying, 
at the very end of the movie, there's a there's like a monologue by a character. There's no music. There's no like. It's just talking. So it's you know, you want to hear what they're saying, and they're not like they're not. It's not a speech. It's almost like they're. It's just a conversation. So it's not high volume. The baby starts crying, and they don't leave. I have to like I people are standing up and looking at this this person, and I no one's saying anything. I finally said something. I go, I I I I was kind of mean, but I go. Go outside. Much, you know, very direct. But I, again, I have no sympathy for people that do that. I'm like, you. First of all, don't ever bring a baby to a theater. That there's that. You know, it's like, I, I just, I can't imagine having a kid and then taking it to a theater. You know, like even a, even like a, like a, a young child. I don't know. I'm. I almost feel like you have an obligation. To not ruin other people's experiences if a child, you know, can't be told what to do. Like, if you, if your kid, you know, is incapable of keeping their mouth shut, you know, when, when I, you know, like if everyone's laughing or cheering, that's understandable. But if they're just talking the whole movie, like, you know, that's still on you as the adult. But anyways, their baby started crying. I told him to leave. So that was earlier this year. I didn't have any problems for, a, like... Five or six months, you know, I thought that was just like a one-off, like, and I hadn't had a problem in a while. And then recently, you know, in the past month, because Ad Astra came out late September, I believe. Joker came out the first week in October, and then Zombie Lane came out this past weekend, the, what, uh, well, I, I saw it on the 19th, so it came out the 17th, 18th. So it's like in the course of like three weeks, I've had, you know, or just the last three movies I've seen in theaters, I've had like just dumb people who don't know how to, you know, keep their mouth shut. And it's just like, okay, cool. You know, that's, that's super frustrating to me. And it's what I, what I dislike about it is I feel obligated to say something because, you know, on a couple, for a couple reasons, one, they could just not know that, you know, the volume they're speaking at, other people can hear. So there's that. I think that's typically the lowest, you know, lowest option. Two, I think you need to say something because if they're doing it and they don't care, I think they, I think young kids aren't going to care regardless until they get older because they're dumb young kids. I mean, kids are dumb. Let's be honest. You know, like most people aren't, most kids 20 aren't mature. I, I personally have always had respect in the theater. Um, you know, during the previews and stuff, like I'll, I'll be kind of like, you know, whatever, but like when the movie's on the movie's on, you know, previews are a different thing, but the movie, like, I don't know. It's that like, that's what people paid to see. And at that point it'd be like going, it'd be like fucking with people's food in a restaurant. You know, it's like, you're fucking with their experience. And to me, that's, I don't know. That's just something I'd never wanted to, I never want to do to people. Now I will say <laughs> there have been some really bad movies where the whole theater kind of like participated in like this, you know, I mean, one time I went, I went to a cheap theater. It was me and my buddy and one other person seeing this terrible movie called the legend, uh, start, uh, it was street fighter, the legend of Chun-Li. And it was so bad. We started like doing voiceovers and we were to, to be honest, we, we, that was one of the hardest times I've ever laughed. Shout out to Greg. But I think most young kids aren't going to care because 
you know, they're, they're like, oh, <laughs> it's not cool to, like, care. And that's kind of what these guys were doing in Zombieland. Because at one point I did, like, turn around and kind of, like, look at them. And I, th- and I, I could have swore. They said, like, oh, he's, is he, did he look at us? And I wanted to be like, yeah, I feel, I'm like, I'm going to come across these fucking chairs. Like, I mean, like, I don't, I'm not a fighter. Like, I'm definitely not. I am very non-confrontational in a physical way. I will, I will confront someone words, but I, I don't want to fight someone. I, I don't, I don't fight. I think, I think it's also very dumb because it's like, it doesn't prove anything. Like if, even if I had fought them and beat the shit out of them, right? There was four of them would not have happened, but let's say I do that. It just proves that I'm physically more capable than they are at fighting. Um, it doesn't prove that I was right. Uh, what I what I was telling my friend is, I wish there was like a system when you go to the theater that would track. You know, like if you get reported, they take down like you know your fucking ID, and they're like, all right, well you've had a formal complaint, you know, and we like we caught you fucking talking or like using your phone or you know whatever it may be. You, you three strikes and you're out. Like you're ban from our theater. They're not going to do that because it, they, they want money over anything. They would rather that person come back, you know, bug people. And then if anyone complains to them, they would rather give that person either their money back or whatever, because at the end of the day, most people aren't going to complain enough to get something free or to even, you know, or they're not even going to worry about it. They're just going to be like, well, that's annoying. And, um, I don't know. And I, I, I don't, and I don't think it's the theater's, responsibility i mean i think they have somewhat of a responsibility to keep the peace but the the dollar shouldn't fall on them just because some asshole came to their movie you know but i don't know i i that that's just one of the frustrating things i've dealt with recently and i was just thinking about it and i i think the biggest problem i have with it is it's just like a lack of respect for the most part, it's like it's like, and it's not like a respect for me. It's not like you don't respect me. It's like you don't respect like this common courtesy that we've all agreed to. It's it's just like um, like another thing that really frustrates me is like drive-throughs. So, again, I live in a college town. I'm gonna keep that's that's big because it matters in this case too. I I normally stay up, depending on you know, my job and stuff like that. I normally stay up till about I would say. 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. I've always been just like a later night person. I mean, I used to stay up till 5 a.m. when I worked second shift, but that was when I worked second shift and didn't have to be up till noon. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I'll stay up till like 2 a.m. on, you know, roughly. If I don't have to be at work till 10, I'll stay up till 2, get up at 9, whatever. So midnight rolls around, and, and, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of hungry, so I'm like, I'm going to go get something to eat. Well, everything in in my town or city closes at 10 o'clock other than a very select number of places that I would drive through. One of those places is the glorious fast food restaurant called Cookout. And Cookout is a uh, is a restaurant that originated in North Carolina, has great fast food, but the way their, their drive-thru is set up is you wrap around the building, like most drive throughs Well, since it's a college town and it's cheap, it gets really busy late at night. Every night, no matter what night it is, it gets very busy. So I'll go there, you know, I'll wait. And typically if it's like really busy, I'll just leave and go home and like make something to eat. Sometimes if, if I think it's going to be busy, I won't even drive out there. Cause it's like a 10 minute drive. If that, you know, it's, it's 
roughly 10 minutes. But if I drive there and I wait, you know, three or four cars, the thing I hate, fucking hate, is when the car in front of me is like, yeah, I have four orders. And I'm just like, like, no, dude, like, go inside. I think they were, I think they limit it to two, but I'm still like, did you not? think this was going to be and then like they sit there and they have to figure out how they're going to orchestrate their orders and then they don't know what they want that i think that's even worse if you don't know what you want because this place specifically has two menus so you get to see the menu before you even pull up to order so like while the person in front of you is, is ordering you get to look at the menu and that's a solid two minutes even if you've never been to this place before i feel like you could figure out what you want to eat in two minutes but I also am the, uh, I'm of the belief that if you don't know what you want, you should go inside. Because the drive-thru is like, to me, the drive-thru is the express lane. And you're that person that is going through the express lane with 20 plus fucking items. Like, you don't have 10. You have, you have, you have way more than what's required. Now, I can understand if you've never been there, you're like, uh, one second. And then you go, mm, 10 seconds go by. Okay, I'm ready. Like, that's understandable. But when it's like, I, 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 one night I sat there, I had my window down because it was a great night. Person goes, thank you for coming to cookout. How can I help you? You know, or what would you like to order? Whatever it may be. The person goes, I, I'm just looking one moment. They're like, all right, just let me know when you're ready. I look at the clock. Three minutes go by. And the person, the 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 cashier or the drive through attendant goes, welcome to cookout. You know, like, are, are you ready? And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And I'm just like, how did you, I mean, come on. We, like, how long does it take? It's a fast food joint. They have burgers, they have fries. You know, it's like, they, they, it's very simple stuff. It wasn't like, you know, it's like, oh, man, did I get the filet? Or, you know, it's like, no, it's like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Stuff like that just, like, when people don't realize, it's like, you're whole, like, you're, you're literally holding other people up. It's like you're also you're holding up the first of all, all the people behind you in the line. Then you're holding up the the restaurant, making them busier. So it's like, just go inside next time. You can you can fucking gawk at the menu, and lollygag all you want inside. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have an aneurysm doing this. I think this is somewhat therapeutic though. Just like saying it out loud. And it's weird because there's no one here to, like, bounce this off of. So I'm just speaking, I mean, I'm obviously speaking into the mic, but it feels like I'm speaking into a void because I'm not looking at anyone. This is weird, but anyways, that's another thing that, like, frustrates me. I think it, I think it also frustrates me so much because I'm hungry, you know? That doesn't help. If you're hungry and you're having to wait, like, that's never great. But I do feel like the movie thing is way worse. I will say that this, this this is more of like a personal frustration, um, but it's like it's like people do that at McDonald's. Not even like this this cookout place, which is unique to the East Coast. McDonald's of all places. I'm like their menu hasn't changed in thirty. It, I've gone there since I was born. The day I was born, I ate McDonald's and I remember what I ate. I've gone there since. I re I memorized their menu. Like wh what? How do you not know what you want when you go to McDonald's? Like you're gonna get some French fries because that's the only good thing they have. And then probably a McChicken, because that's the second best thing they have. So, just order. Like, go. 
But yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of food. Again, this is a this is all frustrating to me. Let me you guys let me know if it frustrates you too, but don't you hate it when like you have leftover food like from a restaurant or like you cook something and you had leftovers and then you like go to work the next day, right? And you don't take it for lunch because you're like, "Oh, I'll get lunch out, then I'll come home and eat that for dinner." Or you take it or you know, or or you go to take it for lunch and it's gone because someone else ate it. I can't tell you how defeating that that feeling is it's like but because like you know you build it up in your head you're like i was thinking about this all day you know i i put it aside i you know i put it in a plastic bag i wanted that food and then it's gone and you'll and you can't get that you can't you can't replace that feeling by eating other food you know it's just like when you have like you have if you have an, a hankering for you know chocolate ice cream and someone goes, well, we have vanilla. No, 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 no. Not going to work. You go get me some fucking chocolate or I'm going to murder you. But I do hate that. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, let's talk about frustration, guys. This is one of the most frustrating things to me. Because I, so to give you guys a little insight into the way my brain works. I'm very competitive, and I don't like it when someone thinks they're better than me at something, but it, but I think that they're not. Like if if I think that I'm better than someone at something, but they like try to they they try to like brag about how good they are to me, it's like you know we both do this thing, right? It's like so I so this isn't even the example I was thinking of, but. This is a good example. I'm an average Magic player. Maybe, yeah, I would say average. I'm not even, I don't know. I don't know how I'd rank it. But I have a couple of friends that I would say are better than me. I definitely have, I have professional players. And, you know, and I have friends that have been there to the Pro Tour that I've, you know, that we, we used to go to tournaments together when we, when we played. And, you know, it's like, I think they're slightly better than me. I think sometimes I don't think stuff through in Magic. I just, uh... I try to make the best play in the moment, which sometimes that's not how you should play. You should play it like chess where you're, you set up a move for three turns later. And sometimes I don't do that, but I, I kind of have a good grasp on how, like my play level uh, in that game. And my friends are definitely going to like joke on me about this. If they listen to this podcast, by the way, you're like, Oh, you thought you were average. Oh, that's hilarious. That's how they sound. Uh, but and I don't remember what it was when I when I wrote this down because I, I have a I have a list of stuff that frustrates me by the way because I was before I ever started this podcast I know this, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole real quick before I ever started this podcast I was gonna do a series of YouTube videos called Neil Rants and it was just gonna be like a five or six minute clip of me just kind of ranting kind of like I am now but in a more angry way and maybe with like breakable objects. But just ranting about, you know, these different topics and I was going to be a little bit more aggressive and like screaming about like why they're so stupid, like how the stupid the people are that talk in movie theaters or how stupid, uh, you know, the people into the drive throughs are. But I would I decided to do it a little bit different and talk about it personally and see if you guys feel the same way, because not everyone can relate to loud, angry people. 
Uh, but um, when I wrote this down, I don't know what it was that I was thinking about. But what I hate is when someone thinks they're better than me. And I know I'm better and I can prove it. Like, it's like, oh, you think you're better than me at this video game? Well, you know, it's like my, my kill to death, you know, like we, we've played kill to death or whatever. Like we played some like matchmaking and I always do better than you. And you don't get the opportunity to opportunity to like flex on them a little bit, you know, or let's say you never got to play together. That would be the most frustrating thing is like, oh, they think they're so good. And then you never get to play together. So not only do they still think they're better than you, you can't show them that they're not. And that just eats me up inside. I don't know why I, I have this like this flaw where I just want to compare myself to other people, which is not great when you're a streamer because <laughs> yeah, by the way, if you are, if you get, if you're thinking remotely about starting a stream or you've recently started streaming, don't compare yourself to other people. Maybe compare your, your, you know, like if you want to compare your content, do that, but do not compare your numbers. Don't compare how successful they are to you. It, 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 it's, it's cancerous. And I say that not saying like, oh, it's cancer, but no, I'm saying like, it'll eat you up. It, it's, it's, it makes you depressed. I mean, like it made me, it, it made me slightly depressed about stuff like, oh my, I'm, I'm a failure, you know, stuff like that. But it's like, it's, that's not how it works, you know? I, I've seen stories of, you know, streamers that have, you know, oh yeah, I started three months later, I was partnered. I started eight years later, I was partnered. And it's, you know, every, everybody's journey is different. And for me, the biggest thing is, I would think, I would say my stream has, gotten better but i think i've gotten better because of my stream if that makes sense like when i first started my stream i think i had a much bigger ego problem i still have a huge ego and it's still somewhat a problem but it was a lot worse like i don't know i felt like i was owed things and i still have you know little little hints of it but i've tried to kind of like unbundle that whole feeling about being owed things but that's besides the point just heads up don't compare yourself to other people um but yeah not getting to like show someone that you're better than something kind of eats me up and i think i wrote this like a few months ago when i was thinking about it and even now like i just don't care i i've come i've come to the point where if someone thinks they're better than me that's great i guess it's just like if i know i'm better and the thing is, it's like, does it even matter that I'm better? You know, like, does it matter who's better? Because I think p different people are great at different things. Me and some friends actually went out to dinner recently, and we actually went around the room and we, uh, or went around the table, not the room, but we, we went around our table and we all said something that we admired or kind of were envious of in the other people at the table or like what they're most, you know, I guess what quality we would want that they had. Um, I think a couple people for me said they would want my bravery, which I don't know if, I don't know if I consider myself a brave person. I guess they were, they were more so referring to 
the fact that I I'm okay with having difficult conversations with people or like broaching things. Um, I guess bravery does present in different ways. I don't know, but I don't want to talk about me really. But even though this whole episode's about me, anyways, uh, and that was really cool. We we had done something previously where we actually said the opposite. We went around the table and we talked about uh, what we didn't like in other people. And and you would you would think like that that isn't a good idea, but I don't know. It it was very cool. It was it felt therapeutic to a degree. Um. I think. I think everybody needs therapy to a degree, or counseling. You know, something. I don't. I don't think humans are meant to uh, bottle things up. I think it stresses you out. I think it, you know, probably it probably doesn't help with if you have depression or anxiety. Uh, I know. I know. Like for me, like I really don't hold things in per se. I do dwell on some things, like especially like you know success, because I want I want my stream or podcast, whatever it may be, to be successful. But at the end of the day. I think I have to focus on on more like focus more on the things that it, it brings about. Like for instance, this whole episode, I started this episode kind of like frustrated about something else. That's why I wanted to talk about frustration, and I feel a lot better after talking. Even though, like I said, I'm not talking to someone; I'm just saying these words out loud into a microphone. I I can. I can definitely tell that I feel better. I feel more relaxed. I feel just more at ease. And I hope, I hope you know, it, if if you are someone that, you know, has, has something going on in your life, you have someone to talk to. I always feel free to hit me up. My DMs are open on Twitter. Um, you can be up on Twitch. Uh, vanilla experience. But um, it's tough. I think it's hard for people to Sometimes get out what they want, you know, like to, I think, I think saying something out loud or writing it down is, is just very helpful, but that got kind of serious. So <laughs> I want to move on to something else that kind of frustrates me. Uh, my friends would definitely say I'm the most aggressive driver out of our group. Granted, I think they, they see a lot of the, the extremes like for instance, we went to Pittsburgh recently, and I was driving a car I don't normally drive. I I drive it maybe three or four times a year. It is a car that is bigger than the car I drive. It's a minivan versus I drive a a, a Honda Accord. Well, it was nighttime, like I had to have my lights on, and we were coming like off of a mountain, so. It was like windy, you know, because you you kind of like stick to the mountain when you're coming off a mountain. And the first turn we got to, we 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 hit it kind of fast, or I I guess not we I did, and they kind of freaked out. But I was like, I just didn't, you know, it's like we're good, you'll be okay. Like we didn't we didn't hit anything, we didn't. It's not like I didn't go off the road. We just took the turn a little fast. There have been some other things. I do like to I do like to go fast speed 
And that's kind of the thing I was going to talk about is what frustrates me. It's not that people don't speed. That does frustrate me, but that's illogical. That's, or sorry, not illogical, irrational. It's, a, it's like, I, I typically just want to go somewhere, you know. I also think there's a, like this unspoken rule of the road that like, yeah, there is a posted speed limit, but everyone knows how fast everyone goes on that road. You know what I'm saying? Everyone knows. Like, if there's a road that's 45, let's say, but everyone normally goes 55, that is that not the real speed limit? Because, you know, if you're going 45, you're just going to get be, keep getting passed by people. And, I mean, in the state of Virginia, you're supposed to keep with the flow of traffic. But, uh, so, you know, I could argue that the real speed limit of a road is how fast everyone else is going. That's, you know, that's a tricky one to do. But what annoys me is when the speed limit is clearly posted and people aren't going that. You know, it's clear weather. There's not construction. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no barriers or impeding factors why they can't go the speed limit. And I, it just kills me because I'm like, do you not see that it's 45? You're going 35. Like, I think that's, to me... Just as uh, that should be in, like, why are we not pulling people over for going too slow? Get on it, cops. Let's go. I know they're not endangering people's lives, but they're causing road road rage. I'll tell you that. Like, why are old people even allowed to drive? And that's and I'm saying old people because they're typically old. You know, when they're not going the speed limit, they typically can't see over the steering wheel, and they probably shouldn't be driving. Like, they're probably, they're like 70 plus years old. Like, if you can be too young to drive, you can definitely be too old. Like, how is that, how is that not a law? You know, like, after you hit a certain age, you have to take a driving test every year. Or, I don't know, be able to operate a vehicle. I I don't know. I, I think... I have crazy ideas. But yeah, when people when people don't go fast, man, I it, it just kills me. Typically because, you know, I'm one of those people that if I have to be somewhere at eight o'clock and it's ten minutes away, I'm gonna leave my house right at eight fifty. Just because I don't I don't like getting places too early. And I know I could leave a few minutes earlier. I know I could. But that's not how I that's not how I operate. I don't know. It just doesn't it goes it goes against like every fiber of my being. I like to I like to uh like if I get somewhere, like if I pull in and I park my car and step out right as the minute ticks over to the time that I wanted to or like that I agreed to meet somewhere, that that is a feeling that I cannot explain. It's it's like it's Nirvana, it, you know. It's like like yes, I perfectly time. I don't know what it is. I I, I want to time it perfectly to where it's like I know how long it takes to get somewhere, and I don't know why that is. I don't know if it, it if it's like some deep seated thing of like I know how long like travel takes, or if it's more so because it's not a lazy thing. Like, I mean, because if normally it's it's more so like I'm trying to compress a lot more activities into the things 
that I do leading up to when I leave. That was really weird the way I said that. But basically, like, if I'm leaving at 8.50 and I need a shower, I'll get in the shower at 8.30 and, you know, take, like, 10 minutes in the shower, roughly. Well, not in the shower, but, like, getting the, turning the water on, letting it warm up, showering. Like, showering takes about five minutes. Getting out, drying off, brushing my teeth. And then, you know, then the other 10 minutes is me putting my clothes on, you know, taking, like, you know, if it's in the morning, I have to take, like, my medicine. Like, I have a stomach pill. And, like, you know, getting, get, I, I, I pour my glass of water or, like, my, my, I fill up my, uh, my Yeti. This is, like, all these other things. And it's, like, yeah, I could get it five minutes earlier. I don't know. I, I guess it's, it's this feeling of, I feel like I wasted time if, if I, if, if I get somewhere like, if I get somewhere like five plus minutes earlier, I hate waiting on people. I, I'm like, I, I could have just left later. And yeah, it's only like five minutes. Cause it, see, that's, that's, that's my argument is like, if, if I get somewhere like two minutes late, like it's only two minutes. But you could you could and you could make that argument both ways. If it's only two minutes, just leave two minutes earlier, and you would have gotten there on time. But I don't, it just doesn't it doesn't sit well with the way I operate. I don't know why. Do you guys have something like that where it's like, no matter you know, like as as hard as you try, it just like you you're you you'll tell yourself like, all right, I'm gonna do this thing. Whether it be, you know, leaving earlier or, you know, not drinking a soda. I guess that's having, like, willpower is what I'm explaining. But the battle of, like, I want to do things the way I want to do it beats out willpower so often. I don't know why it's like that. I, I, like, I did say in this podcast that I'm stubborn, right? Yeah. Uh, that's true. I have one more thing I want to talk about. And the whole, the, the, the center theme of this podcast has been frustration. One of the biggest frustrations for me is waiting in a line. Because I feel like it's, this, it's one of the dumbest things in the world. Because to me, if it depends on what I'm waiting in a line for. Normally, I will say my the local theater recently started doing reserve seating. Thank God, because waiting in line for like Marvel movies, and that's and I know that's exactly what it was when I wrote this down. Because I went to see when I went to see uh, Endgame, the theater had set up like four different queues, and when I say queues, I mean they, you know, like those little like. Uh, stands that have like the seatbelt things that come out and then they like tape off to another stand and then it makes like you know designated cues for the lines they they would they had like four lines and they had they were all for different showings well Endgame was obviously the biggest movie of the year I remember what I said oh yeah in, did Endgame come out this year holy crap yeah Endgame's definitely gonna be the movie of the year there's, I don't even think Star Wars will beat it out. And Joker wasn't better than Endgame. Yeah, so anyways. I had to clarify that from the previous statement I made in the podcast. 
uh, I went to see Endgame. There were, I walked in, I was two hours early to my showing. First of all, there were already, my showing wasn't even one of the four that was up. So what I did is I asked the, the ticket guy, I'm like, hey, my showing isn't on one of these papers. What line is it going to be in? And what he told me is, your, your showing is going to be in this line because when that showing goes in, you know, that's where that showing will stand. So I get in that line, and there's probably, I don't know, 400, 500 people. It, it throughout, no, probably more than that. Because it was four showings. I would say, I would guess each showing had about two to 300 people. So I would say about 1,200, actually. I kind of lowballed it. Yeah, because when, when it got to the height, right before our showing let in, I would say there were about 1,200 people in, all, in, in those lines. What, what killed me about it is it, it's a very... It's, there's no set rule that you have to abide by that line. Again, it's the social agreement. And I will say, I'm a, I'm a shitty person. I've broken lines before at movie theaters. Do I feel bad for it? A little bit. Do I feel bad enough not to do it again? Luckily, I don't have to, but I would do it again if I had to. Uh, mostly because people do that saving, saving spots for people bullshit, which I've done too, but it's like, you saved a, you were one person, you saved a spot for 12 people? Nah, dog. You can't do all that. Like, to me, it's like, what happened was, you saved a spot for some people, and then they knew some people that were coming, like, we'll just say we should save spots for you. Fuck all that. To me, it's like five, six max. Like, that's, that's, there's no group of friends that's bigger than that. You know, if you have, if you have a group of friends bigger than that, you're lying. Because you don't hang out on a consistent basis. You, you may know each other. And I guess you can make it an event to go to the movies. But you're kind of dumb. I'm just playing. I'm, that's a total joke, by the way. I'm joking. I don't know. It just, to me, it's... And, and what, what really killed me is, like, you can see in the lobby. Like, so, because these lines were outside of the theater, right? So, but the, 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 the doors are clear glass. And you can see into the lobby. And you can see people just waiting. So I was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let them cut. Like, so what I did is I went inside and, I, and I, I cut. I mean, I did it. That's one of the three movies. I, I know I, I've cut for that and I cut for Deadpool. I definitely cut for those two, but I don't know about any. I can't remember any other ones I cut for. The, the only reason I did it at Endgame, because we were, we were only like 20 people deep. No, we were probably more than that. Let's let's say fifty. I'm trying to remember because we we stood in so many different spots because we started off in one one and then we moved to another because uh, the, that showing let in. I would say we were about fifty people deep, which you're gonna get a decent seat because it was in a big theater. You're gonna get a decent seat that way. Uh but yeah, I cut. I I wasn't gonna let these like little dweebs cut because they, they were seeing the movie solo and I'm like, yeah, you're going to go and sit right in the middle of the row. And it's like, I don't know when, when, when I see someone like sit in the middle of the row by themselves, I want to go sit right next to them and be like, look, you don't get to like, just have the middle of the row to yourself. Cause you came alone. 
That's a little selfish. But luckily, like I said, I don't have to do that anymore because reserve seating is the thing, and, it, and it's just in time for uh, the new the new Rise of the Sky, uh, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker because the Rise of Skywalker. And what's really nice is I have an alert ready. I'm ready to buy my tickets. That way, I don't have to be frustrated with lines, and I can get. I can. I don't have to worry about getting there that early. You know, like if the showing's at eight o'clock, I'll get there at like seven forty-five, maybe a little earlier because concessions can take long. But get there. I mean, the thing is, even if I'm like a little late getting into the theater, my my seat's reserved, and I I will fight someone if they're in my seat. But man, I I feel a lot better, guys. I don't know. Sorry I had to re- record the podcast alone. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I, I I can't think of anything else to talk about. I, I, I'd written down things I wanted to talk about. I hope you guys got something from this, whether it be learning that frustration is limited. Because that's kind of the, the takeaway I have. It's frustration is... It's a fleeting feeling, you know? You don't have to stay frustrated over something. Just go talk about it to somebody. Write it down. Say it out loud. Pretend like you're talking to somebody. There doesn't need to be someone there. But, I, I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you would, uh, tell your friends about the podcast. You know, tell your grandma, whatever it may be. Uh, come follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Neil Experience. It's spelled kind of weird. Um, but it's P-H-E-N-E-A-L-X. E-R-I-E-N-C. So it's like the word experience without the two E's on the end. But yeah, come follow me. Check me out. I, I stream on Twitch as well. Uh, I play games, you know, four to five nights a week. Uh, right now I'm playing a lot of Destiny 2. But yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. You guys have a wonderful night or day or evening, whatever it may be for you. And I'll see you next week. Take care.